Hi, this is Lauren from Lauren Proof's Magic is Real. Guess what, everybody? A bunch of magic people want you to know that they are real, too. They even sent me ads and stuff to share in this podcast. Okay, you know what? I think the supernatural is everywhere, including my middle school. I've been thinking a lot about Mr. Colby, my geometry teacher. Before, I thought he was some kind of monster. But now that I'm listening to these stories about real monsters, I think I have to change my mind. So, it's official. Mr. Colby is not a monster. I think he definitely likes math too much to be a normal human. But not being a normal human doesn't mean you're a monster. My friend Monica wanted to know why I think Mr. Colby isn't human. Well, last week, when he was writing stuff on the whiteboard, I saw his head start glowing. And the stuff he wrote was glowing too. And then all of a sudden, I understood how to find the area of a trapezoid. And I did not even know what a trapezoid was. Okay, I think he must be magicking math into my head somehow. But if he's doing it, he's not doing it very well. Because I got a D- minus on the test. So maybe he is a normal human. Or it might be that I'm resistant to magic. Because I can obviously see through his disguise. But enough about Mr. Colby. I think I'm going to go for a different part of Mr. Curry's computer now. Because the last case files that I played with had the boo hag who ate people's nightmares. And that was scary. So this time I found something funny. This is a bunch of voicemails from Mr. Curry's hot boyfriend, Gunther. You see, Mr. Curry's phone backs up all of his voice messages to this computer, which is probably because he needs to keep his messages for secret agent stuff. But when I was listening to them, I found the best bunch of voice messages ever from Keith's boyfriend, who is so sexy. Okay, I'm going to tell you how sexy Gunther is first. He is so sexy that when my friend Monica and I saw him in the backyard without his shirt on, Monica screamed and then started crying. It was that real. Then she decided that we couldn't have a sleepover at her house anymore because now she's in love with him and might miss a chance to take a picture of him. Now she has like 200 pictures of him just walking around, standing on the balcony, shooing off pigeons, getting newspaper. So. That's what Gunther is like. Now, here's the first of the messages. Hey, Keith, it's Gunther. Uh, I'm on my way on a call right now. Guys are all here, and we should be wrapping it up pretty quickly. I'll be back on our date, and before you know it, I'm pretty excited. Uh, you and I are going to... Oh. Hey, are you talking to Keith? Uh, yeah. Ask him if he still sucks. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Just, I'm on the phone. I'm so sorry, Keith. That's, you know, they're just, uh, they're just playing around. But I love you, and I'll see you in a little bit, all right? Okay, bye. Here's a message from my sponsor. Want to play a musical instrument like a virtuoso, but don't have the physical coordination, musicality, or time to practice? Do you also not have the magical ability to steal any of these things? Call a Fossengrimmon. For the low, low price of one pound of stolen flesh, you can be granted the ability to play the fiddle, oboe, guitar, or xylophone as if you were a beautiful mythological creature living under a waterfall. Fossengrimmon, when you just don't have the time to learn, but you do have a pound of stolen meat. Paid for by the Association of the Advancement of Mythological Creatures. Hi, babe. I'm just calling to let you know that my Strike Force team has been called in to deal with some sort of centaur problem in Central Park. 
I don't think it should take a very long time, but I'll, and I'll probably be able to meet you back here for lunch. Here's a product you might be interested in, if you're listening to me. Say, Jack, you look beat. I just haven't been able to sleep. It feels like there's this weight pressing down on my chest all night long. And the nightmares. I wake up more tired than I was before. Sounds like you're being ridden by a boo hag. Uh, a boo hag? That's right. The boo hag comes in your room at night, sits on your chest, and feeds on your terror. They can slip in through the tiniest cracks. See, now look here. You got a keyhole big enough for a baby beluga to dive through. What you need is a colander to hang over that hole. Uh, colander? That's right. When a boo hag tries to slip in your keyhole, she'll get distracted counting all them holes. Here at TJ's Colander Emporium, we have enough colanders to fit all your boo hag exclusion needs. All your stainless steel colanders are made with micro mesh. A mesh so fine, it'll keep a boo hag counting each and every hole all night long, just till dawn. That's some colander. Where can I get mine? At TJ's Colander Emporium, located right in the Grand Goblin Bazaar, right between Copper Pot Rope and the yawning jaws of the Gate of Eternal Night. Mention this ad for a 10% discount on your purchase. Hi, Keith. I'm really sorry I didn't manage to get back here in time to eat lunch with you. The Central Park thing was ridiculous. It turns out they weren't centaurs at all, but a bunch of drunken Valkyries on some sort of hen night. They were wearing invisibility cloaks, as per regulation, but the problem was they kept whipping their breastplates off and jiggling their ta-tas at passers-by and then going invisible again. Also, one of them decided to beat up the statue of General Sherman and was carrying the decapitated head around with her, yelling, Victory! When we got there, they challenged us to a drinking contest. Bjorn, you know, the bear shifter on our team, he was so into it, we had to physically hold him back. The drunkest Valkyrie, her name was Skullmold, tried to fling a lightning bolt at us, but all that came out was a poop of snowflakes, which was funny. We finally managed to convince them to get out of the park by telling them that there was a meadery in New Jersey. Then, when they and their winged horses all took flight, a squadron of battle witches intercepted them, but the Valkyries fled to Asgard. We weren't able to recover Sherman's head. And, like I said, I'm really sorry I wasn't able to make it here, but I'm also kind of hurt, because it looks like you fed my lunch to the pigeon. And, what I mean by that is that the pigeon is right outside the window, eating what looks like my turkey sandwich. Look, I don't want to be a nagging Nelly, but you've, you've got to stop feeding this pigeon. Not only did it eat a pack of cigarettes I left on the balcony, but it's getting pretty possessive of you. It's here every day when I leave for work, and it swoops on me and the neighbor kid all the time. I tried knocking on the window to scare it off, and it just stared at me and started pecking at the glass like it was trying to break through and get me. Frankly, I was terrified. Anyway, we've got another call out now. Some crackpot old wizard finally made a spell that worked, and now Gallup, New Mexico is swimming in succubuses. <laughs> Love you. Oh my god, you guys. Did you hear how he said, love you? Are you listening, Monica? He's so super cute. 
but he's not going to marry you because he's into Mr. Curry, which is super weird because Mr. Curry is just a guy-looking guy. So all you listeners who don't know what a succubus is, I looked it up, and they are like hot sex ladies who float around guys and try and make them get boners. And now a message from one of our advertisers. Are you a magical being who'd like to hunt humans? Do your human hunting urges keep you from doing other things you enjoy? Me too. Most days I felt like I was in control of my bloodlust. I'd put on a friendly face and muddle through. I was managing, but berserk fury always seemed to find a way of creeping up on me. Some days the urge to bite the throats of passers-by was hard to resist. I was feeling pretty down. But then I spoke to my doctor, and he told me about Friendly Necks. Friendly Necks is the only non-drowsy pharmaceutical proven to help reduce bouts of sadistic cruelty by 15 to 20 percent. Approved by NIAD, Friendly Necks is the number one choice among non-humans to help stop those murderous urges. Friendly Necks is not right for all creatures. Side effects may include mind worm, sparkle breath, partial paralysis, dorsal fin erectile dysfunction, peevishness, and persistent woe. See your doctor immediately if you have unusual changes in behavior, uncontrolled astral projection, or thoughts of genocide. Other risks include impaired judgment, slimy gill syndrome, intermittent psychic ability, and limp fang. My wanton taste for human terror used to define me. Now with Friendly Necks, I feel better. Ask your doctor about Friendly Necks today. Hi, honey, it's me. I'm home and you're not here, which means you're probably really mad at me because I just now remembered that I'm supposed to be with you at the food and medicine dinner tonight. I promise I'll get there as soon as I can. I just need to shower all this baby oil off of me. Those succubuses are greasy as hell. Okay, babe, we have a problem. The pigeon is in the house. The pigeon is way too tame. This is why we don't feed the pigeon. Shoot! Shoot! Ow! Oh! Oh, God! The pigeon is in the gas stove and somehow set its tail on fire, and now it's flying through the house. Get out! Get out of my house! This is my house! Not... This is not your domain! This is my domain! I need you out of here right now! Right... No! No! Not over there! Not over there! That is my range! That is... I want that with my money! Please just get out of my house. If that is what you truly desire, farewell. And stop coming around to scrunch food off of Keith! So, now you know there's a thing called a phoenix that erupts from the smoke and ruin of its own ashes. And one of those is now flying westward over the greater DC area. This is why we don't feed the pigeons.
I saw it with my very own eyes. Well, part of it anyway. It was the first time that I thought that the neighbors might be weird. They had a cardboard box over their kitchen window for two weeks after that. Well, that's enough for now. Say goodbye, Cheeto. Episode 4, Hot Boyfriend, was written by Nicole Kimberling and produced by Tommy Jordan. This week's episode features the voices of Del McLean, Jin Hale, Ian Ebrihope, Tania D. Johnson, Brendan Connor, Anthony Navarro, and Danielle Rose. Featured music is It Is What It Is, On an Island, and In Orbit, In Exile by Tony Dutcher from the band Royal Trash. Also, Reality Hop Taxim by East Coast Dave, and Say That I'm Trying by Joji. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud, and you can also find us on Twitter at Lauren Proves It or on BlindEyeBooks.com. Now that I'm trying